I'll start. Okay, so David, you got a lot to answer for, man. What's going on, man? It's New Year's Day. Happy New Year. Yeah, it's a New Year's. We're in 2022, and you have a lot to answer for. Uh, We're (laughs) doing you. you, We we're doing this podcast um, partially to to welcome in the new year, and and partially so that I can, um, you know, so I can ring you out in front of the community here and uh, talk talk to talk to you on behalf of some concerned individuals about how you have scared the crap out of them for this year. Um, I'm here to I'm here to to bring it back up, man. We're, we're, I'm I'm here to balance balance you out. Um, no, uh, happy New Year, everybody! It's good to be here. I think we've talked about 2022. It feels like we spent all of 21 preparing for 22. You hear about it on the news. You hear about it on podcasts. You hear about it from us, and now we're now we're here. Now it's time. We're 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 in it. We're officially in it. Uh, David though did a podcast. It was a lecture. Or, excuse me, a lecture. A lecture. Did a lecture uh, recently. Was this? This is in December, right? November thirtieth. It'll. It's a day that will be forever be honored. <laughs> as a... Infamous, infamous podcast or uh, a lecture where you, you gave the cold hard truth about mm-hmm. yeah. what what you th- thought about our chances in twenty twenty two, and. People did not like it, man. They didn't like it. They didn't like your facts and they didn't like your, your perspective. And uh, I'm here, I'm here to represent the people, David. And we would like you to take it all back and to uh, make it good, man. (laughs) Okay. So when I worked at Nordstrom uh, for three weeks, for three weeks, for three weeks in like college, I worked at the anniversary sale there, like the, uh, like the, in the middle of summer or something, they sell things and I sold women's shoes. All right. And I didn't know mm. anything about women's shoes. Um, but I, I learned real quickly that, you know, if you treat people with quality and integrity and you, you genuinely care about the things they're doing, then, then it doesn't really matter if you know the product or not. Okay. It's not, I wasn't okay. like, I wasn't like selling chemicals. Okay. So, sure. Um, <laughs> but, but they had one of these signs up in the back of the, the, the stock room where you would get mm-hmm. the shoes out. And the sign said, every happy customer will tell one person about their experience with Nordstrom. Every unhappy customer will tell 10. Okay. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. And, uh, and so bad so, news travels fast. Right. So I just want to say that for the record, like, like you're the, the one or two or five or seven voices that you might've heard. I've, I've heard from many, many more people that have been like, man, thanks for delivering to us straight. Okay. Thanks okay. for giving it to us straight. Um, here's, here's kind of what I thought I was doing in the lecture. And then you, we can talk about this because what we want to do here in this first part of this, this new year's day podcast is, is set the frame for how we think about where, where we are in our, in our politics right now. Okay? Right. So, uh, I, I delivered what I believe is a descriptive, not a prescriptive. Uh, well, and let me, let me say, and when you say where, where we are, you don't just mean where society is. You also mean where CP is. So contextually, like where CP is in, in the political landscape and what we're thinking about for 2022. That's right. That's right. And I mean, just real quick aside, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come in and deliver a lecture that is a CP lecture without 
I wouldn't go rogue, right? Sure. So I wouldn't go rogue because of my commitment to the organization, to you, to what we're trying to do. So the content that I would deliver in a, in a lecture is always going to be uniquely mine, but it is also going to be aligned with the broader CP vision of where mm-hmm. we're at, by which by which I mean largely the kind of leadership group, right? The folks who talk well, about. and let me let me say to that too. So I'm kind of I'm kind of joshing you here a little bit. I, I there's nothing that you said in that podcast or in that lecture. I keep calling it a podcast. There's nothing that you said in that lecture that I I disagreed with. And I and I actually don't I actually don't think that you were overly negative. I just think that the you reported on the news and the news is bad, bad news. It doesn't look good. It's like the weatherman gets blamed for the rain. And you're just like, hey, there's clouds coming. There's tornadoes sweeping across the south right now, or they're gonna be sweeping across the south. And you're just like, hey, there's tornadoes coming. And people are like, that's terrible that you sent tornadoes. Um, so there's some of that. Now, today we're also going to be talking about positive things that we see for this year and beyond. But talk some more about your frame here. Yeah. So, look, it's my view th- that the decade we're in, the 2020s, it's our view that the decade mm-hmm. that we're in, the mm-hmm. 2020s, is is going to be a difficult one for Democrats, Democrats, big D Democrats, but also small D Democrats. People care yes. about our democracy. All right. The the nature of the gerrymandering that Republicans are able to control in most states, the, the six to three Supreme Court that the Republicans mm-hmm. have built, the, the reality of um, the challenges the Democrats have internally in, in kind of the different camps that are present in the there. And then fourth, the pandemic, which just overarches everything and makes it difficult for us to really kind of like begin to think uh, positively with, you, you got to deal with the pandemic. Like this is killing mm-hmm. people. Um, all four of those are really, really difficult realities. They are. And it, it would be completely disingenuous for me not to talk about that. And it would be completely inappropriate for Charles you or us as leadership of CP to not be honest with people. Like this is what we're doing. And we're doing this recording via Zoom, but people will just hear it as a podcast. But I can see it in the screen over my shoulder because my image is up here. I've got John Lewis over my shoulder here, right? I got Mm -hmm. to protect our vote. And John Lewis would have told us, he did tell us like, man, like this is gonna be really, really tough, but you still gotta get into good trouble. You still yeah. get in good trouble, right? Yeah. So to me, what I delivered was fundamentally a, 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 a lecture that that simply said, we are in the midst of the hurricane. We are. Mm-hmm. And let us know that this hurricane is not a 2021 hurricane, not a 2022 hurricane. It is a going to be years. It's going to be very difficult. And so what do we do in that? Well, I'll just finish it and toss it back to you. What we do in the sure. middle of that is we do CP. All right. That's what we do. We do common power. We do work. We do action. We do community. We do education. We do it together. And so to me, I was like, in my view, I was saying the storm is around us. The storm is around Mm -hmm. us. We will not be bowed by that storm. We will not. So to me, ethically, what I delivered was what I call kind of an ethic of optimism lecture. It's, it goes from this guy who has kind of been a big influence on my thinking over the years. He's a, he's a writer online, Joshua Marshall. And he talks mm. about that in difficult times, like the ability to see an optimistic way forward is not only a statement about empirical reality. It is also a decision. 
It's a choice mm -hmm. to believe mm -hmm. that there is a possibility. And Charles, you as a black man, a man whose experience is black in America, you have to always believe that there can be a better way forward because the, the current moment is so very different. Yeah. Always. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's a cultural part of, of black culture is that, I mean, we talk about resiliency. I mean, we said it on this podcast before AJ and I, when we were talking about it, and you, you, you have to believe, you have to believe, especially when things are bad, when there's actually no sign of hope, when hope actually looks like faith um, with uh, no evidence, that's when you still have to believe that you're going to make it or that you're going to find a way. Uh, and this is why black culture is deeply rooted in, in the church, because, <laughs> because there, there were times where there was nothing pointing our direction at all. And there, were, there was nothing that we could, we could look to to say that things were going to be better. And yet we had to still take one step at a time. So yeah. that's, you know, yeah, I, 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 I appreciate, I appreciate where you're coming from with that. I also will say for the record, for the record, that many people who were with you when it was just Domkey lectures at Kane hall yeah. prior to CP even being a thought were with you because you spoke the cold, hard truth about political realities. Okay. When you, when it came to Trump, when and he was race. running for office and race. yeah, and race and race yep. in America and how, how voting was uniquely tied to race. Yep. Right. So you, you are, this is par for the course for, for David Domkey. Okay. So I, I, you know, there was nothing that I heard there that I, I, I thought was strange. I will say that, you know, it was, it didn't have the Charles elements in it which is part of why we're doing this podcast here is because you're missing, you're missing a little, little Charles in there to, to add some sugar to the top of the creme brulee. That's because, well, that's because my, I'm the one over here now, like in my position in the organization now is that you need to be able to work off of me. All right. So, <laughs> that's right. That's so, right. So you, that's right. You, you, you were like a comedic duo, but you were just one person. I don't know this, like this, the solo act is just, uh, you know, it's, it's gotta be, you gotta have the one too anyways. So the, the bigger frame we want to articulate here then, and I'm going to toss it back to you, Charles, because you mm -hmm. need to like name it and say it very clearly is that the 2020s, the 2020s, not mm -hmm. 2020, which right. we thought the 2020s are tough. Right. They are going to be very, very hard. We are going to lose an awful lot of elections. We are going to have Roe v. Wade most likely overturned in about six mm -hmm. months. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the start. Uh, we have voter suppression running amok in state after state. We have a Supreme Court that is screwed. We have yada, yada, yada. See, this is the problem. I'm, this is the, <laughs> <laughs> and, and though, here's the thing though. And, and, I toss it to you, Charles. And in the midst of all of that, what? We, we've got, we've got us in the midst of all that we've got us. So we, when we went to, we took a trip to Alabama recently and um, I asked You're a question. Lean towards the camera, lean towards the uh, microphone. Okay. Le oh, is it, is it, is it a little quiet? I got, I got quiet. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking up and I'm remembering. Um, when we took a trip to Alabama at the beginning, I asked everybody, asked everybody to to think about uh, certain certain dates, certain dates, and we had just we had just celebrated the the anniversary of Rosa Parks not getting off the bus or not not getting up from her seat, and that was in 1955. And then we we talked about the assassination of Martin Luther King, 
uh, in 68. And that's spanned over a decade. It spanned over an yeah. entire decade. So the, yeah. the question was how, and the civil rights movement didn't start with Rosa Parks and it didn't end with Martin Luther King, but these are two milestone dates. And we know that that's, that's longer than a decade. So how, how in the world, how in the world did, did the fighting continue? How did the folks keep the struggle up for that long? And, and the answer, the answer is that they did not allow years like 2022 or what 2022 could be. They did not allow that to bow them. They did not allow that to stop them. They knew that they were going into situations where they were going to lose and they still went and they went again and again and again. And that is our legacy. That is the legacy that we, we continue. We know this, not just because we, we hope it and we feel it, but because they told us this when we went to Selma, the folks who marched across the Edmund Pettus told us that we are the continuation of their legacy. And, and when we went to Virginia, the folks who were fighting in Virginia told us that it's our responsibility to fight the backlash. Again and again, we go into these locations. We go into these places where the fighting is at its peak in this country. And we are told by the partner organizations on the ground that we, not metaphorically we, mm. common power we, mm. yeah. common power we, that, that activates people through education, that solidifies our connections to the community, and then takes action directly with voters that we are charged with fighting the backlash. That's what they tell us. They tell us that we are a continuation of the legacy. And so um, when you think about that, 2022 is just a, another year. It's just another year. And we're going to figure out how to get through it with our spirits and our hearts and our minds intact. Uh, and we're going to do it together. And we got some interesting ways of doing that. So in this podcast, we're going to go through three things of each of us. We're going to go back and forth here. Some of them we're going to slow down on because they're pretty exciting and we'll need some explanations. Other things, you're going to have to come to our January 6th community meeting. We are committed to holding community meetings uh, in the first Thursday of every month. Um, we've, we've almost slipped off of those dates here and there. Um, and but we've stuck to it every single month here for almost a year. And it turns out that the next one is Thursday on January the 6th. And we did not plan that, did not think about it. Uh, but it's probably fitting. It's fitting because we're going to talk about one of the hardest days of 2021 for many people. Um, and we're going to not only talk about that day, we're going to talk about what we see for the year. We're going to show some new ideas that we've been cooking at, at CP leadership. Um, and we're going to reveal some of the behind the scenes plans. And if you come live with us, you're going to be able to ask us questions about some of the things that we, we go into detail about. So let's, let's jump in. Um, okay. Sure. What's number, well, what's number, oh, you got one more thing. Go ahead. Well, I just want to say that you said a sentence in there near the end. And I just, Man, you, it's 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 so great to hear the way you're articulating it. It it uh it's as a colleague, uh, as a participant in this organization, as a citizen in this country. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm uh, I'm inspired. All right, Charles, I'm inspired, man. Good, thank you. Mm. Um, but you said one sentence in there that knowing how people heard my lecture, 
they might hear that one sentence and be concerned. But the people who had, mm. who are, who are, who got frustrated with my lecture, like there was, so the set, that's the people I'm referring to, like that I think they might be frustrated with one sentence in what you said. So I just okay. Want, okay. And that one sentence was 2022 is just a year. <laughs> just another year. Okay. And yeah. so, so here's the, 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 the both andness of CP, right? Mm-hmm. 2020-22 is the most important year we got right now. It's yeah, the most sure. important one we've got and we, politically. And we will give it everything we've got in this organization. We will not coast. We will not like forget about it. We will not, none of mm-hmm. that. We are building uh, my first item. So I'll take it as my first item. Uh, yeah. The thing I'm excited about is that our field work is getting strong. It's getting ready for 2022. Hiba mm-hmm. Muhammad and the work that she's doing, Charles, the work you're doing with her, Maggie, Kylie, others that are working in that space. We're MJ, gonna, yeah. Uh, uh, MJ, we're going to put, we're, it is coming together. They take some time to craft that for the long term because we're not trying to craft it for the next six months. We're trying to craft mm-hmm. it for, for more than a year. Okay. So it's coming together and we're, and we're excited about that. Right. And so, so we, 2022 is, is both just another year. And that is the perspective that we need from our leadership always. And the Mm -hmm. commitment that we also need from our leadership and Charles and I are ready to affirm it and say it very, very clearly is this is the most important year we have right now. Okay. And so we will Mm -hmm. give it everything we've got in our CP seven States and maybe one or two more. We're going to roll out a bunch of stuff that we're going to tease and mention here in a second, but it isn't that it's not an important year. It's one year in a longer arc, and it's the most important one we have right now. So just yeah. want to, that just want that we are a both and. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that um, so th- to be an organization that has been around for multiple years now, uh, we're going into our fourth year. Uh, let's see. No, this is our is this, 2021. It's our fifth. It's our fifth year, man. Oh, that's crazy. We, we're like, we are political organizing veterans at this point. <laughs> we're, we're not novices anymore. But I mean, this is where, I mean, 2018, 2018 was the year. Like that was everything. Yeah. 2018 was everything. The midterms of 2018. That was the first year that society in America could, could make a statement against Trump. That was the first time. And, and it was like, a, it was, does, what is all this organic movement all over the country? What does it amount to? Um, and it was a test of all that. It was the, it was the most important thing at the time. Um, and now it's, it, it is still a big milestone. And it was also just another year and it was nothing compared to 2020, right? Yeah. And 2020, 2020 was a big year. It was huge. It was huge also vastly different than 2021 and so when we talk about like just another year it's it is not to downplay you're right it is not to downplay the importance of any elections is not to downplay our efforts in any any given year um and also it is necessary to not put all of our eggs in that and the and the fate of a single singular year we are we at cp are always thinking about multi-year planning we are making investments for multi-year um relationships within states yeah and um and and that is it's important for people who are going to trust us in states like virginia and georgia and alabama right for uh, them to not not believe that the relationship hinges upon the fate of an election 
Because then they don't want to do business with us. And I wouldn't want to do business with us either. I wouldn't want to work with us either if everything was determined on, on the outcome of an election. So I want to say that my my number one thing that I'm most excited about, uh, or my first thing, not my number one, because I, you know, these, these are like, you know, my kids, I love them all equally. <laughs> I'd say that the thing that I'm most excited about, or that I'm the very excited about coming in, and maybe it's the most, I don't know, maybe it is the most, are the relationships that we we are we formed and that we're strengthening as we round into the year. Um, we're about to take another trip to Alabama here because the the last one that we took was so meaningful, and the relationships that we're building in Birmingham and Montgomery and in Selma are so formative for CP. It is so exciting to see how we're received, what people think of us, um, new relationships with with. Um, uh, Stacey Abrams fair fight with black voters matter who we met with last time we were in Atlanta um, strengthening relationship with, with uh, new Virginia majority that's leading to some of these relationships yeah. being stronger in other States, our relationships in, in Arizona with the, uh, with the, with the de- various parts of the Dems we're, we're, we're connected to the ADLCC, which is about the, the, the state ledge and focusing on flipping that as well as the coordinating um, campaign there that wants to send people to action Academy. I didn't tell you that part, man, but uh, the, these relationships are so strong and so rich. That I'm, this, doing these lect- are, this I'm doing is, a lecture for them in the end of, that's uh, right. At the end of uh, January. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, this is, this is the cool part. And this is the thing where it's like, yeah, of course they're, they care about this campaign coming up. Uh, but these folks aren't leaving after this. Like they're they're thinking about 2024 already. Yeah. And so are we. And it's really cool to be on that pathway with these organizations around the country and really deepening these relationships. So that's that's my that's my one of my one of my things I'm excited about for this year. Okay. Another thing that I'm super excited about is uh, and I think there were we can use our number twos as two sides of the same coin is about education. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, w- when we started CP, uh, education was there. It was an important part of what we were. It's how, how some of us got here. Many of us got here. It's how I got here for sure. Yeah. Um, but we also, um, I, I didn't have the full grasp of how, how, uh, how, uh, centering, how mm-hmm. centering, um, and grounding, uh, education is, to our work. Um, and mm-hmm. I believe that five years as we start our fifth year in that we, we have, we have arrived with a great deal of clarity about the importance of education. It, it, it's, it's not, it's, and it's certainly not only me, it's AJ and the work that she delivers. It's Dr. Carrie mm-hmm. Scott and her contributions that she's brought in. It's the Action mm-hmm. Academy educational uh, contributions yeah. that we've created. It's next up with our millennials that mm-hmm. Wole has worked with, right? It's, it's the, uh, the, the, the high school work that some of the folks that been and some of yeah. our other folks have done. And we, we, from the beginning, have always believed that education was uh, a step to action, a step to action. And we, right. we, have, we have not deviated from that principle for a moment. That continues to be the case. And I'm excited that this year we are also going to invest even further in our education. OK, we're going to we're going to we're going to bring in some more programming. We're going to solidify some of our staffing, all of that, because we understand that. If if 
if we don't want to just stop with education and move to action, then our education has to be constantly evolving to meet the moment, to meet the moment, right? It can't be static. I cannot be teaching the same class I taught 10 years ago. I cannot. Yeah. Okay. So I'm excited that we are at a place where we understand the living dimension of our educational uh, kind of offerings. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, just for one one second here, I think that the, uh, the there you're teaching political history that's constantly evolving and adapting to this tumultuous political climate right now. Yeah, and it's always adapting. It is it is always adapting. And if there's, if there's anything that 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 I'd say AJ is getting better at, it's it's adapting her history or her specific focus around black history and and how that's impacted by the present as well i think that's really that's an interesting i'm like vibing off of what you just said just based <laughs> based on on like be it like an outside looking in this is really, we're cool we're really cool that, that we do this um i'd say that my number my number two here is that uh the other side of of education is that we actually we've analyzed the data more about how people are moving through about how people are moving through CP. So we've known principally, I mean, you, we, we, we knew that, that folks came into the very first CP meeting from your lectures, like they were activated by, by education. And so we, we've, we've talked about before, this is when I arrived, you know, I, I said, people come for the work and they stay for the people. And, and that's because through my lens, I, I hadn't experienced your education as the catalyst. Okay. But really at the beginning of that, it's people are catalyzed by education. Then they come for the work and they stay for the people. Um, and what we know now, because good, we've got good. the data, is that people go back again for more education and then they go forward into more work. And they, they're sustained by this education loop. That, that leads them back into, into, into doing more action and more community because they learn more about each other and about voting and the, and why things are the way they are. And it gets them fired up and ready to go. And they're doing it with each other. So that's some of what you'll see on January 6th when we have our, our community meeting is we'll dig into some of that data. We'll talk about what we know more strongly now about common power and why it works, what makes it work and what makes the community stay. Um, and, and then we'll tease out some more announcements that are coming uh, in the first quarter of this year. We're going we're to talk about hard investments in the education space and CP that we're going to really build out new talent that we're bringing into CP that we're super, super excited about. And they're coming together of existing talent with new talent uh, to build something uh, familiar and yet new. Um, so come January 6th for that, for that piece. I, I'm excited about the data stuff though. Yeah. The data stuff. I just want to uh, kind of echo on that, that I'm really excited because you and Maggie Rittenhouse have really yeah. been building that out. And we're talking now surveys. We're talking uh, volunteer patterns. Patterns. Mm -hmm. of we're talking about signups for educational opportunities. We're talking about yep. fun, fundraising patterns. These are yep. all things that that a, that a sophisticated organization begins to really closely evaluate and monitor for best practices. And we're we're kind of arriving there now. It's great. 
Well, yeah, and that's what happens when you've got like multi multiple years of data. <laughs> you could start to like pull these patterns out, um, and we've got we've got enough to see. It's no longer just organic and how it feels. We've got and we've got somebody talented like in Maggie looking at at these patterns. So that's my number two. All right, what's your number three? Well, I don't want to. I want to do a quick plug for in the education. Sure. Come, come next week, we're doing information sessions. Mm. We're doing three information sessions, uh, three different days. They're on the calendar, the event calendar for our Texas Learning Tour. So our the way we do education again is we do it in the service of action. You got to make sure that it drives towards action. And Texas is one of our seven key states, and we're working in Texas this year. There's a great important governor's race. There's new districts drawn for congressional seats. Um, so our Texas learning tour is tied to our Texas voting work. Um, and, uh, Terry Scott and AJ Musayway are leading that and I'm, I'm helping them on that. So come to one of our learning tour information sessions. The tour itself will be in February. Okay. Um, so th- please join yeah. us for that. We'll, ma- we'll mention that again at the community meeting too, but we really, these are all, this is happening next week. Um, okay. Number three for me, um, is, uh, is our next generation leadership development. Okay. So okay. You, you, we can have these conversations and like about something like about field work or about mm-hmm. a trip to Alabama or about uh, partner orgs or about education. And like, you don't even, ref- we don't even refer to these other things that are part of CP mm. that, are like, that are, that are enormous, that are huge, yeah. right? They're yeah. like, they're defining Okay. And Mm -hmm. so Action Academy this year, you know, Larcy Douglas, uh, I think, you know, her. Larcy created it, created it (laughs) in in 2020 from scratch. What, what, this is the entrepreneurialism that makes us us, right? Yes. And has built the, all these relationships with institutions, uh, educational institutions around the country. You just mentioned that, that there's folks coming, like Selma wants to bring some people to this people in Alabama, people Mm -hmm. in Arizona want to. So we hired Sasha Lee last year and Ben Mm -hmm. uh, Trong before that, the two of them both last year to work and to solidify with Larcy, our Action Academy. So now here's where we are. Larcy says, all right, I want to go big in 2020. So we're like, yeah, cool. Great. What do you think in 20, 30, 40 people? And she's thinking, no, no, you know, more like a hundred. Okay. And here's the thing, Charles, I'm not, I'm I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. we got this. Uh-huh. We got this. No, actually, they got this. They got yep. this, right. And so I'm really excited about our next generation leadership development. I feel that we we have have a track developing in that area that is more than just a set of kind of one offers. Now it's really mm-hmm. really strong, and that feeds the broader system of this next generation leadership moving into higher levels of leadership with us. That's right. So I'm, I'm really excited about. That's that's moved from like an idea to to a legit so solid program for us. Yeah. Okay. So so my my third thing then is the is the other side of leadership development, which is this massive multi month effort that has been underway at the mm-hmm. staff level. Yeah. Um, that has been specifically uh, programmatic development for staff. The, the, the journey that they've been on, run by one. Anita Vernercrofts, who taught leadership stuff at UW, 
Yep. On, in the communications department, right? Yep. yep. Um, and now we've we've got her, and she's running like a new and improved version of her. I'm going to call it that. Uh, a new and improved version <laughs> of what she did at UW. It's bigger and better than what UW had, but we've got it here, um, specifically for our staff, and they've been going through this self exploration, uh, career development stuff, and then uh, it culminated in an in person session with her at our at our headquarters here in Cap Hill. And she flew in from Maine our for that. Headquarters, yes, our headquarters. Yeah. We've got our headquarters. Uh, and, and it was, it was a big, it was a big deal. And this is all running alongside, you know, trips to Virginia and trips to Alabama and Atlanta. And uh, folks are really moving a, a great distance on like knowing themselves, knowing what they want out of their careers, knowing what they want with CP and that fed into end of year evaluation processes and like reforming people's roles for 2022, which are really exciting for a lot of folks. Um, People, people see us in a certain context and they think this is CP and they don't realize that what they're seeing is one part of CP. When, when we were in Virginia, there was a part that was the learning tour that was going on that was entirely led by you and AJ and put together by the two of you. Uh, AJ's first tour that she had a big hand in planning. And that was a whole section of, of Virginia. And there was, and the, it, while that was going on, there was a whole other thing that was going on with field work and just getting that plan. And Hibba was leading that. And Kylie was playing a big role in that. And, uh, and, and MJ and Maggie were playing a role in that too. And like that whole field work kind of section. And it, it, while that was happening, while that was happening, there was there was uh, there were all, all kinds of marketing efforts and social media efforts that were being done by by Wole and Betty and Bert. Um, also, Action Academy and the continuation of Action Academy folks leading out of Action Academy into field work was going on, recruiting into yeah. into team leads was happening, and Larcy and Ben were, played a role there. Action Academy was taking a trip at the same time to Virginia yeah. around that same kind of space. Um, and, 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 and while that was all going on, people were planning their, their next, their next steps in their career. And there are really cool things that Woolley's working on right now for the kind of millennial space. There are new, um, ventures into the corporate space that we did actually at the same time too. We actually had somebody from Microsoft meet with us in Virginia because the, the, the successful program that we ran with Microsoft, um, that had them volunteering for CP and also donating to us at the same time. And we just got the, the donation from them on that. Um, it, there are things happening at CP that are, that are multifaceted. And I'm, I'm proud of the, the work that folks are doing as, as staff, but also in their own development uh, for themselves. And that is a, that's a huge theme that's going to roll into the beginning of, of the year and also build out our foundation for 2022 and, and also lead to us having some exciting new hires uh, in the marketing communication space and the accounting space and operations space um, and in the fieldwork space, both to bolster our efforts for 2022 and to get us going for what we know is a, is a multi-year effort for CP. So I'm just excited about all the stuff that's going on at the staff level generally and all the, all the advancements that our, our staff members are making. Yeah, that's all great. 
let's uh let's let's bring this to a close this this opening new year's day podcast um and let me let's both of us kind of contrast or 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 just uh side by side compare what we thought or felt um coming out of 2020 and what we feel or think about going into 2022 so roughly roughly 12 months maybe 13 months maybe 11 months depending upon when you characterize the end of 2020 Um, but let's just say that 2020 included winning the presidency uh Mm. winning the senate with the georgia races also included uh the insurrection on january 6th so a year ago um today from today from then today and i think your perspective is the most important to kind of like hear for people to hear but i'll, I'll go first as you put, put your thoughts together um i i i find myself um today uh <laughs> surprisingly more optimistic and confident in our work today um, even though we're going into 2022, even though we're mm. in that hurricane, than I did coming out of 2020, which, and that is not a slam at 2020, because I was super proud of where mm-hmm. we were. Like, I was grateful. I was proud. Of, incredible. The victories in Georgia uh, were amazing. They were mountaintop moments for us. The money we've raised to build this, the people we've hired. Yeah. But, but I feel like, like we've come through this journey the four years formative journey and we're we're in this place now as an organization where i'm like we 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 are here and we know what we're Mm -hmm. doing and we're not we're never gonna lose that kind of desire to learn and to grow and at the same time um I, i believe that we can deliver the truth um and live into that truth without without being swayed okay Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. like doc i'm I'm just like doctor just tell us what it is okay because we're gonna be okay we're gonna be okay and it's because we have each other it's because we have the people whose shoulders we stand upon it's because we have an awful lot of people that that to be very direct have supported us financially too all right yeah and so the reality is that i i feel tremendous internal strength for us as an organization right now. Part of that is your leadership too, Charles. Part of that is. Part of it is is Thanks, Mag, is, is, is Larcy's and Maggie's and Hibba's leadership. It is part of, is AJ's development, all of that. So mm-hmm. I, politically, we wrote some great highs that we worked our asses off in 2020. And I, I wish that the I wish that the political clouds were as favorable to us today. But even though they're not. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not, man, I feel better and stronger about who we are and where we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so, you know, as you're talking, I was like going through what I was thinking because uh, there's there was the insurrection and, and then there's the, the inauguration that happened right after that. And oh. I just remember I was thinking of uh, Amanda Gorman's mm. poem. And uh, the like the feeling of seeing, you know, somebody, somebody saying sworn in and her, her poem just talking about all of us. And then um, just the images of Kamala just over and over again. And it's just like, man, this is a whole we're in this whole new world. Um, it felt like 
2020 and rounding that corner felt like a sprint. It felt like a sprint, but like a sprint. And then someone telling you you had to sprint again mm-hmm. and someone telling you you had to sprint again and again and again. And it just felt like digging in deep and trying to, and thinking that you're, you're there and being told that you're not there again and again, and that you're just, you're, you're, you're built for sprinting. And it was getting to this 2020 result and it was sprinting and finding these last votes. And then it was sprinting and calling your elected officials. And then it was sprinting and helping Georgia and getting all these people that you told was, you know, that were finished doing the work and we need you all to form new teams and make phone calls every single week for Georgia and all these team leads that, that did that and all the, all the organization around that. And then there was the insurrection and then there was the, the inauguration. And it was like, it, you know, it, if we're honest with ourselves, 2021 was really in the beginning it was hard for CP, especially, I mean, to, to be like completely, honest about it it was hard for us organizationally internally we lost some people we did um we had we had uh we we had we had we had we lost staff that meant a lot to us we lost community members the past that meant a lot to us Mm. um there were people who um there were people who spent a lot of time and energy with CP over 2020 and into Georgia that just couldn't sustain. And it was, it was not all rosy, right? It wasn't the greatest. And I don't fault anybody for any of it. It was a tough time. It was a time of recuperation for us. It was us trying to 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 not be sprinters and become marathon runners and we rested we retooled and we refocused and we thought about what we needed to be as an organization as a community um and what you feel now what we what i feel now and i think what what folks see and I hope they hear today on this is that we're ready. We're not responding anymore to short-term fires. We're not looking at 2020 as a target. We're not looking as a, at a person as a target anymore. We are for the first time, we've been given the runway to think about what we want for this country and we've done a year of, of it. And we've got a lot of ideas and we've implemented some of them. We started to roll some of them out and it feels really good to do it. And we know who we're fighting with. We know who we are. We know who our community is that we're fighting with. We know what we can do. We, as a baseline, we understand what it takes to sustain and we're fucking ready. <laughs> yeah. And it feels really damn good to be ready. And it feels good to be ready and to feel like I will take a win. And, I, and, and I'll, we'll, we'll take a win and we'll take a fucking loss together. And we'll still be here. So bring it. Because we we're coming. 
we're coming and then we're going. <laughs> and and it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter what you throw at us because we're gonna make it and we're gonna make it together. And that's that's what this feels like right now. There's a calm about it. There's a nice calm about it. There's resolution to it. And um that's the eye of the hurricane, man. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we are in the eye of the hurricane and guess what? We have discovered that we actually can control some of the wind. So watch out for common power. All right, man. It's good. It's, it's ready to go. 2022. Here we come. Here we come. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I'm going to pause it off, man. Wait, let's go, man. I'm fired up. Let's go. Let's do it, man.